Geekcast Rye, and this is a Geekcast Level Up. Welcome back to another GCR and Rob Bass. <laughs> Rob Bass. Rob ba- Bassy. Um, uh, anyway, Walking We're doing Dead. a Rick Grimes cast. Walking Dead was back again this week. <laughs> and um, while I don't want to say slow was the word, it definitely wasn't, uh, to me, the pinnacle of episodes you've seen the last three weeks. Which I'm I'm pretty all right with because the last handful of weeks they've been getting pretty intense in terms of everything that's been happening to the group. So a little bit of wind down and trying to uh, start really getting a feel for Alexandria and you know where they are um, in terms of whether or not they want to you know try and just live with them or take the place. Uh, I'm really enjoying this kind of you know um, reservation that they put in this episode, and it was. uh... Not that it was it was lacking. No, not at all. It just wasn't. Uh, it wasn't hordes of walkers and explosions yeah, yeah, and a yeah. tank and running it, through. And there, there was nothing. I mean, I, don't know, I wasn't nonplussed. It was a good episode. Yeah, I just it just didn't uh, explode. You know, into my larynx like the last well, two episodes did. Right. Um, the that was kinda, a, that like, was a blowjob joke, by the way. <laughs> For those of you keeping uh, score at home, if you have blowjob points on your bingo board. Market now. Uh, um, the thing that kind of threw me off a little bit, though, was the opening with Sasha. Um, and I was actually kind of surprised how uh, Sasha-centric this, epi- this episode was. Because um, she's she's been going through some shit for a while she's now. But we're, but we're finally seeing it. Yeah, no, like she is suffering from either some kind of post-traumatic stress disorder or... Or something just brutal, because it's getting to her, finally. Or, like me, she has an immense hatred for stock photos. Which very well could be, too. One of the two, because she went the... She 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 wasted a lot of ammunition, really, on her stock photo hatred. So, uh, that's a knock. You know, that's a knock. I mean, unless unless she she was pulling a Carol, in which case she was just unloading clips because she knew that by the time she came back, she needed less ammo. that That might be it. That might be it. Which I thought that was... Uh, that was an awesome move on Carol's part, by the way. Yeah, that was something pretty spectacular on Carol's part. Carol, Carol in general has... Well, now there's, 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 there's two Carols. There's Carol and then there's Darth Carol. Right. Because we... Champion s- of the Sith. We saw the, the sick, twisted, uh, lack of a moral compass Carol... Right, who, like, will drag you, 10-year-old child, out into the by middle of God. woods... Tie you up to a tree, and no one will hear you scream until the walkers do. How about you scare a grown-ass man into just not saying anything about you stealing guns? Period. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Brutal. She has zero... What word am I looking for? Conscience. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, in in the times that they're in, I wasn't expecting Carol to be that person, but but they need somebody in that group, you know, who's willing to 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 put the group's need above absolutely everything else. Um, and Carol's just she's killing it. Um, 
even from like one of my favorite things was the the really subtle line about uh, her favorite part about being back in society or being part of Alexandria is she gets to be invisible again. Yeah. That wasn't because she wants to not be seen or she doesn't want uh, – I mean she does. But I mean it, it wasn't because of all those facts. It was the fact that everybody's just willy-nilly overlooking her now. And she's probably the biggest threat to Alexandria if they were to take Alexandria. She, she's the biggest threat. Equally though too, it's almost like she's the biggest threat to to her own group in a way. I, I could because see she that. could she could splinter. She could, but I don't think that she would. I don't think she would either, but she she is uh she is morally ambiguous enough to burn someone alive because they have a cough. Yeah, Carol so, is Carol is now a sociopath. We've decided. Um and and Carol going on her gun mission leaves uh Rick alone at the party, which uh, we found out that two fingers of uh, whiskey gets him pretty frisky. I like that. Yeah, thank the you. Rhyme. Yeah, like I, was, I, was, I was really going. Like a, I, I had my, my giant cat in the hat hat on, and uh, I was waiting for like the last three days to use that. Two fingers of whiskey make the Rick the frisky. That was uh, <laughs> that wasn't that was nice. Thank you. But no, he, um, well, I you know I think he should probably give Jesse's husband a chance. I mean, it's not like he's sleeping with his wife. Right. So that's something right. I would think of if I was Rick. But uh, for those of you who read read the books, I won't go into what happens to his her wife, her husband. But, uh, but uh, I do see a potential for her filling Andrea's role, since Andrea's been dead for a minute now. Yes, and, I also and, agree. And for those of you who haven't read the comics uh, and the graphic novels... Um, Andrea is actually still alive and around at this point in time, and a kind of a rather prominent part of the story. So Rick's love interest, right. actually, which is why I think we're connecting the dots that Jesse will assume that role of the blonde love interest to Rick. Exactly, exactly. Um, we also, speaking of ties to the graphic novel, we get to meet Tobin, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. In the in the novels, Tobin is the head of the, I guess you'd say like the construction crew, right? Which makes sense because when he stops by. Uh, uh, nameless librarian number three's place to you know he, he gets lumber and everything um, Tobin actually um, and in the, in the previews for next week's episode I think we see uh, a walker attack of sorts mm-hmm. um, Tobin starts playing a bigger role speaking with, of, he should play a bigger role speaking of the, the walkers how about Rick's fucking like sentimental moment Thinking about his blonde love interest while, like, coercing the other side of a wall that the rock walker was on. Well, there, there's two things I want to talk about the last five minutes of the of the show. The first one was, and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question, but the first one is he sees he sees Jesse and her husband like walking home after the party or something, mm-hmm. and he reaches back and grabs his his gun he's not supposed to have his, which why he didn't reach for the gun that. Everyone he knows that he has kind but of. Also, off, why does he reach for his gun? Is he gonna shoot the guy? Right, dead in the street. Like that's Whoa. like is he becoming like is he like possessive? I, I it was just a weird moment for me. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if Rick is becoming the monster that he thinks he is, or I, I don't know what that. I don't, I don't want to read much into it. It was just a weird moment for me. Yeah, I agree. The other weird part was the end where he's 
leading up, he's like, it's almost like his Walker wife is in prison and he's doing the, like, put the hand against the glass exactly. thing. Exactly. It was just, it was really awkward. Was you know, he, was he rejoicing in this, in the, in his, because a lot of Rick's storyline was that he, you know, like when, when the guy offered him the, the, the bourbon and he said, like, uh, I'm good. And the guy said, well, you don't have to be. Okay. Is that Rick coming to terms with, like, I'm safe in here, and thank you, Walls, for letting me be that. Right. Or was he... Was he the animal that scratches at the inside of the cage because he wants out? Right. Which which Rick were we seeing there? And I, I honestly think that... Uh, to a certain to a certain extent, I think Rick is going to be getting a little complacent here, um, and and it might just be the the overbearing generosity of everybody that in Alexandria thus far. But I mean, if somebody if they really try and convince you to have a drink like that, you're you're gonna say yes. And I mean, it, it made a perfect sense that Rick did. So I don't know if it is him getting a little bit softer or if he is actually truly feeling this like sense of security yeah I don't I don't know you know what else kind of threw me though because I, I don't remember actually watching this happen but did you notice how people like citizens of Alexandria it looks like they have that like A branded on the back of their hand that was the stamp that the kid was giving them okay all right. Now, it, there's, there's, you know, um, is that just the kids thing, A, from Alexandria? Is that an allusion to the the Scarlet Letter? I don't know if is I was that, going that far, but, I mean, that, that could actually very well be something, too. Um, that's actually really cool. I never connected those up. That's actually well, really that's fucking awesome. It's why I'm here. I, um, I'm uh, a learned man. Right. Well, Rob, <laughs> I'm a learned man. I'm just a... A man of bastard. A man of science and industry. And <laughs> but no, I thought that uh, I thought that I, I missed that part. Apparently, I thought Rick actually got the A branded on the back of his hand. I was like, "You're getting into bed with these motherfuckers <laughs> real quick." <laughs> Literally, metaphorically, it doesn't matter. You're just hopping into bed with these sons of bitches now. Speaking of getting into bed, mm -hmm. Daryl and Aaron sitting in a tree. All right. K I S S I N G. All right. So I've been uh, I've heard about this for a while. Um, it's been a it's been a long standing rumor since season two. Right. Um, and, and I think even Kirkman's kind of like not necessarily he's been he's toyed around and, and like, like he given won't confirm half or deny. Right. But I think that Daryl might be gay, which is which is also cool because he's probably the baddest fucking gay man to ever grace television, if that's the case. Because Daryl Dixon is a badass. But it just like it, it really took me f for a loop for a second because he was in the house with Aaron and what was his uh, what's the Eric and Eric Aaron and Eric, and it it just feels like they're they're starting to build something, some kind of relationship, whether it's intimate, whether it's just a friendship. Uh, between Daryl and Aaron, or Daryl and Aaron, so I'm I'm really intrigued actually to see where that leads because that's uh, I'm I just think that it's really fucking cool. I, I don't I don't know where it's going to lead, and we could be reading way too much into it. Probably, um, and I think we're reading into it only because it's been such a long-standing rumor. Mm -hmm. And um, Aaron and Eric being gay on the show is not new to canon, right? 
So it's not like they added that in there to reinforce this is Daryl gay, not gay. Right. But um, I don't know. I thought it was a cool scene from – I think it was it was cool to see Aaron be the – I don't know how to phrase this. Daryl knows he has a strong – he has a strong moral compass. Mm-hmm. I don't think he is willing to admit to himself that he does because right. I think he's had to live under that. He's still underneath that Merle boot where it's not – he's not a good dude. Right. Uh, or not worth affection or whatever. Um, and I think for Aaron to be the plot device that finally makes him realize that, like, you're an all right guy. Right. Um, that's really cool. I completely agree. And, you know, all the way down to the fact that, like, like Daryl, re- like, refuses a handgun. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, you asked me to try, I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to try. And whether or not that comes back to vitamin ass, I don't be know. another story entirely, yeah. Um, but it's really cool actually seeing, because, I mean, there was even a moment whenever Rick was reaching for the guns. Like, after Daryl did that, like, I, I could tell that Rick actually struggled with the idea of taking this gun after that. Because it just... It, it was really drawn out. There was a lot of hesitation there. Uh, you could really tell that Rick kind of bought into that, too. And I think that might have been part of the reason why he was so friendly at the party and willing to take the, you know, willing to take the drink and, you know, willing to actually loosen up some is because, fuck it, if Daryl's going to try, Daryl, he who cuts a possum open up on the porch is willing to try, then why the hell can't Rick Grimes? It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to yeah. see what they do, and you know, and that's especially with with three episodes left. Shit, it is just three episodes. It's only three left. episodes left. So in three episodes left, we're going to have, um, you know, Abraham and Tobin have some scenes, mm-hmm. and it it brings Abraham back. We got to see Abraham basically say like, "Fuck it, man, I'm I'm home," at this party, and yeah. you get to see him uh, come back down to reality. Which is uh, kind of cool, actually. Like, I really enjoy seeing, you know, some of the some of the crew kind of get reacclimated to 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 life as it was. <laughs> what line him. does he say? She, Michonne asks him how much he's drank, and he says like, uh, uh, "I'm a like I'm a big man, so I drank accordingly, or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a great line, champion. <laughs> great line. Um, but in three weeks, I mean, we got to see we got to see them. There's a fall. There's a fall back to reality. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a um, a changing of the guard. You mm-hmm. know, at at a certain point, Rick actually becomes the leader of Alexandria, not the just de facto lawman. Right. Um, so, um, you know, and then everything we hear from Daryl Dixon or from, from Norman Reedus is that you know, bring your tissues to the last episode because it's going to be. Just fucking horrible. I'm gonna try and not pull spoilers, but I'm. Been, it's too I've early. Been, for I've that. been. I've been awesome at these fucking just random predictions lately. So I'm gonna call. We're not going to see a big, nasty, terrible scene that is pulled straight from the comic books, yet. But we may get introduced to a certain band of marauders. We will get introduced to a certain band of marauders. That I'm sure of. And I think that might be what ends up being the de facto... Someone else will die. Yes. It's not going to be one of the main crew that, at the very least, the two of us have in mind. But uh, somebody's going to die. Like the Asian. Right. Yeah, it won't be the Asian. It won't be the Asian. 
Um, it will be. Um, I can see. It, uh, well, I can see easily Miss uh, Ohio Congressman Woman, whatever, and um, Maggie. I could see them switching it up and killing Maggie off. I don't. I don't think so. Especially, I believe it was this episode too. Uh, they're sitting around a table, and it's Maggie and mm-hmm. Ohio Congressman Woman and uh, Michonne and and Rick and Rick, and she talks about how she's. Uh, this will be a uh, like a, a we'll bring a, like there will be a government here one day, and there will be um, industry and commerce. And, and she's she's grooming Maggie for that role. Mm-hmm. In the comics, Maggie becomes the leader of Hilltop. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're alluding to, is that this is the impetus of grooming Maggie for leadership. Right. Um, I don't think they're going to switch it up and kill Maggie. I can see where this is where um, a young Grimes gets a bullet in the eyeball. I could also see that, which would be very... That would make me really happy, actually. Not to, not and lie. by young Grimes, I'm going to leave it up to you people who don't know whether I'm talking about the Little Ass Kicker or, or uh, Coral. Coral. So, but uh, overall, good episode. There was I, there was moments of note. Darth Carroll was probably the highlight. Disturbingly good, bad. <laughs> um, is is um, is eat the cookies the new look at the flowers? I I think so. <laughs> like it has to be eat the cookies. Eat the cookies. Eat the cookies. Well, I mean, the dark side does have cookies. So I mean, holy shit, there are layers to this episode. I know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, overall, a fantastic episode. Probably not one of the best ones this uh, this half of the season. It's the season. weakest of this half, but by no it means a, is that good. Is that a bad thing? Yeah. The I previous know. two episodes of this, two or three episodes of the season were so good. It's just hard to it's keep. It's just hard to keep that pace. Yeah. But uh, solid. Very solid. Really enjoyed it. So I would definitely give it um, four out of five Walker Fingers. It's, it's yeah, like four. Give, I could give it a four, four out of five. Four like a four and like a, like maybe, a low, maybe three and a nub, like a low four. Yeah, at the best, a low four. Yeah, there's probably like the tip. The at finger the, tip is missing. At the worst, it's it's just the tip, right? So. Which is what Rick was going to play with Jesse if he had one more bourbon. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure of it. But anyway, that got creepy. Solid episode. Rick's getting frisky. Uh, Carol's a Sith now. Awesome. And, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Daryl's by Curious, Carol's a Sith Lord, and and Rick is like a like a swinger's wife. <laughs> right. So overall solid episode. Overall so, solid episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Until next week. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces.